This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Curtis Lewa. Curtis Lewa. Rip and read. Check this out. This is the Rip and Read featuring Curtis Lewa. Talking about now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. This is the Rip and Read. City Hall, Ingrid P. Lewis Martin, a self-ordained minister, referred to by Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan, calls her his sister ordained by God. Full page uh, story today below the fold, the New York Times, an ally of Adams for 40 years agitates from inside City Hall for God. And she tells Eric, she pulls him aside, and she tells him he has been anointed by God to save this city. She reminds him that only Abraham and Moses and Jesus were talked to directly by God himself. Everyone else heard through an angel messenger. So he is special in every way. And just last year, he started this uh, religiosity when he said the following. I would not be the mayor of the city of New York if it wasn't that God saw something in me. I am the most imperfect, Mm. most perfectly imperfect human being. Mm. I am here not because I'm the smartest, not because I'm the brightest. I'm here. Because in all my heart, I believe that it's the Esther 4 and 14th moment. God made yes. me for such a time like this. Yes. 
Yes. Ingrid, self-ordained minister, was preaching Esther in City Hall, and everybody was saying, get that crazy lady out of here. She had the hook into Eric Adams. She was the female Rasputin. And then you saw that in full uh, showcase Sunday in the heart of Flatbush, Brooklyn, at a black Baptist church. When Eric Adams, ordained by God to save our city and save our country, as the black Jesus, got on that stage with his $5,000 customized suit, told a story that he had never told before. Thirty-something years ago, I woke up in my sleep, out of my sleep in a cold sweat. God spoke to my heart and said, you are going to be the mayor January 1st, 2022. And the message was clear. God stated, you cannot be silent. You must tell everyone you know. Because it's a Judges 7, verse 2 through 7 moment. Because when you win the battle, I don't want you to think that you won on your own. And I don't want people to think that you won because of you who you are. Standing by him on the side of the stage was Ingrid P. Lewis Martin, his sister ordained by God, who runs City Hall. And then he went on to state that God had made him for this very time. And this is an Esther 4 and 14th moment. God made me for such a time like this. God took the most perfectly imperfect person and brought him to a level of being the most powerful mayor in the, in the city of New York. Think about it for a moment. Think about it for a moment. I am dyslexic. I went on the wrong side of law as a child. I was arrested. I've been rejected. Now I'm elected to be the mayor of the city of New York. Think, I want you to really think about what this is. Yeah, I'm thinking like you're in a drug-induced psychosis. I don't know, maybe shrooms, LSD, psilocybin, eh, lots of hallucinogenics. But no, no, it wasn't drugs. Feeding him his lines was his sister ordained by God. He refers to her in this capacity. Ingrid P. Lewis, Martin, look at it. Today's front page of the New York Times. His Svengali. His Rasputin. And then he went on to say what anybody with a clear mind, heart, and soul would interpret from these crazy rantings. That he is uh, on some form of medication, right? And I would go around the city, Pastor. And I would tell everybody, I'm going to be mad January 1st, 2022. People used to think I was on medication. Yeah, I would have too. You never said that during the campaign. If you had, <laughs> I might be the mayor today. How come you didn't say it then? Because people would have thought you were cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Crazy. And now the true reason for Eric Adams' existence is being exposed to all of us. He's no longer going to be prevented from speaking God speak. He's speaking in tongues, ladies and gentlemen. He is. According to Ingrid P. Lewis Martin, his sister ordained by God. Every time he speaks, God is speaking through him, speaking in tongues. 
So you thought that he was just picking cronies and lackeys and sycophants of the corrupt patronage system that has always filled the trough no matter who was mayor. No, 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 no. Think again. Think again. And as I moved closer and closer, God said, write in your journal everything that you see that needs to be fixed in the city. And every night before going to bed, I make another entry in my journal. And I start making marks. And I would start seeing the people who I needed to be part of my administration. So the people you see in my administration, they're not here by accident. Now, wait a second. The people that you see in his administration are not there by accident. I need you to cue that up again, Lou. I, I, I didn't quite understand that. Is he suggesting that he did not pick these people, that these were picked by God himself? Let's see if we can interpret his trickology. And as I moved closer and closer, God said, write in your journal everything that you see that needs to be fixed in the city. And every night before going to bed, I make another entry in my journal. And I started making marks, and I would start seeing the people who I needed to be part of my administration. So the people you see in my administration, they're not here by accident. Let me get this straight. He's partying to the break of dawn at Club Zero Bond. Whatever happens at Club Zero Bond stays at Club Zero Bond. But when he finally rests his head... At Johnny Petrosian's condo apartment, uh, Sweet Cheeks Johnny, as he's known, across the street from the United Nations, that 90-floor Trump Tower. He says a prayer, and then he enters into his uh, log things that God has inspired him to do, which is to pick non-traditional people for his administration. They are non-traditional people who did not come up through the temporary or the, the, the normal way of politics. Because if I would have gotten all the experts who were in politics already, then why are we having 65% of black and brown children not able to read? Mm. Uh, so let me see. I guess God was wrong on one of those choices, Lou. Uh, he... Must have told him to pick Eric Ulrich, who was in debt to the Bonanno crime family because he was a degenerate gambler. Hundreds of thousands of dollars, and I guess God made him make him the corrupt buildings commissioner. And then all of a sudden, Eric Ulrich's phone was taken by Alvin Bragg, the DA, and he said, <laughs> You're mine, Eric Ulrich. You're mine. You're now going to become a confidential informant. Consider yourself an archangel of God. Right, right? Is that how it works? This guy was a bum who I told Eric Adams about personally. He's corrupt. He owes money to the Bonanno crime family. He will do the bidding of the Bonanno crime family. And Alvin Bragg picked him up right outside of his house, right down the street from our own Sid Rosenberg, snatched his phone, sat him down and said, now you're our Maytag. You're our confidential informant, Eric. Right? Why don't you tell the story, Eric? Eric Ulrich, now that you are the, the archangel man. I guess God was wrong on that part, Lou. We'll have to continue. There's so much here of religiosity. We'll have to go into segment two.
because Eric Adam has been inspired by God to save all of us while he's destroying the city that we love. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Talking about this is the Riffin' Read featuring Curtis Lewa. Now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. One more, one more time to test the willpower of me. Stacks Records, Double LP, The Black Moses, Isaac Hayes. Coming through the speakers of the Flatbush Zombie House more than a year ago. Almost... On cue, he spoke a man's temptation, and as Eric was nursing a little tequila, his sister, ordained by God, full page in the New York Times today, a female Rasputin, a female Svengali, Ingrid P. Lewis Martin said to him, Eric, you are the black Moses. You need to lead us to the promised land. Isaac Hayes started it, but he got diverted by Scientology, and he's not here any longer. But you, you can do it. And then all of a sudden, Eric Adams started speaking about the mess he was left with and how he had to rescue us from the abyss. If all the professionals were all that good, why would we in such a mess when I inherit this city? Now, wait a second. That's so contradictory to what he said in our final debate. An eyewitness, Channel 7 News. There were uh, all the heckle and jekyll reporters not giving me a chance to speak, but they said, what kind of a grade would you give? Comrade Bill de Blasio. Listen to Eric Adams. If it was such a mess, why did he give him this grade? Now we give him a B-plus um, as a grade. Uh, a B-plus. So wait a second, a contradiction here. So according to Eric Adams, who is de Blasio 2.0, and understand there is a raging debate in the mornings here where so many feel that Bill de Blasio was lazy, clearly lazy, but now Eric Adams is crazy. And you have Noam Layden, uh, who claims that Bill de Blasio was the worst mayor, and now Sid Rosenberg used to be friends with Eric Adams, is saying, yeah, but Eric is crazy. (sighs) And then all of a sudden, Eric Adams, because of the urgings of his what he calls his sister ordained by God. She speaks in his ear every day. Ingrid P. Lewis Martin said a couple of months ago, 
God returned to him. Remember, he'd be in a hiatus in about 30 years. And then God had something new to say. And let me tell you what happened a couple of months ago. The same message I got 30 years ago. A few months ago, I woke up, same, same state. God said, talk about God. And I started to say, don't tell me about separation of church and state. No, no, no. He's busy, too busy speaking in tongues. So let me get this straight, Lou. 30 years ago, he woke up in a cold sweat when he was uh, in the police department. And God told him directly, we're not talking to an angel of mercy, no, no. Like in the case of Abraham, Moses, and Jesus, spoke to him directly and said he would be the mayor on January 1st of 2022. And then just a few months ago, God returned after a 30-year hiatus to guide him. Under the influence of his sister ordained by God, Ingrid P. Lewis Martin. If you don't believe me, you can read it in the New York Times. Don't tell me that when you took prayer out of school, guns came in. Don't tell me that I have to remove my feeling of God. And you saw what happened. You saw all the front pages in the, in the national stories. You know, how dare the most powerful mayor on the globe start talking about God because I don't care what anyone say it's time to pray Mm. it's time to pray Mm. time to pray for us all because we are sliding into the abyss this city is getting worse than it was under comrade Bill de Blasio the part-time mayor the dope from Park Slope who along with his wife Charlene smoking Maui Waui and Hindu Kush at night on the back porch of Gracie Mansion stole one and a half billion dollars over five years in a fake program called Thrive that was supposed to help the emotionally disturbed and Eric Adams has just changed the name and continues the program and not dealt with the EDPs But then he talked about children. He said it's because of the children that he has been motivated to continue on against all the attacks that the media has waged on him. They start their day going to the local bodega getting cannabis and fentanyl. And they sit in the classroom trying to learn when we know what cannabis does to the brain of a child at an early age. How are the children? Hold on a second. The day after he beat me, he appeared on the Ed Sullivan stage, Stephen Colbert's show, to a national audience, giving Stephen Colbert marijuana. Remember what a goofball, what a stonard he was on that night of his victory? One of my best gifts, as you know, marijuana is legal. I have raw. I did not know. I have raw. I am not aware, Mr. Mayor. I'm not into that scene. I have bamboo. Oh, you it's know, big. And I can't give you this gift. I'll give it to you later, you know. <laughs> like a teenager. Remember when we first smoked reefer? It was ragweed back in the 60s, 70s. Like a real goofball. 
and now he's railing against the fact that children have access to buying weed and a smoking weed and all these illegal pop-up shops, 2,000 of them, and he won't do anything to shut them down. Hmm. Wow. And then on Father's Day, because this is when he gave that Holy Roller speech, God was speaking through him. He said that his son should hate him. I got three sons. He has one son. So I guess all three of my sons until they're 21 should hate me right down to the marrow of my bone. My son is supposed to hate me until he's old enough to say, now I understand what you're trying to say. No one knows that better than this church. Now, hold on a second. Could I hear that again? So up until the age of 21, legally, when they can be on their own, He's suggesting that sons should hate their father. Man, I'm going to have to re uh, recalibrate my sons, Anthony and Carter and Hunter, to hate me because none of them are 21 yet. My son is supposed to hate me until he's old enough to say, now I understand what you're trying to say. No one knows that better than this church. Now, you see, the reason that I would not understand that is my complexion is not my protection. I'm a Caucasoid, Caucasian. Cracker. Remember how he used to call the cops that he served with? I kicked those crackers' asses. Remember that? He tells the black congregation a word that is a form of the technology that exists. When you don't want to use the term cracker, you use another term, uh, Lou, let's go to that holy roller speech that Eric Adams gave, inspired by his sister, ordained by God, person who controls City Hall now, the female Rasputin, the Svengali Ingrid P. Lewis Martin. Don't be so Yankee eyes that we have disbanded what we know is the right thing to do. I'm not trying to be popular. Let's be clear. I'm not trying to put my finger in the air and see where the wind blow and see what's right and what's wrong. Don't be Yankee eyes. And so there was uh, James Flippin, obviously, no streets march, assuming he was referring to the New York Yankees, not the New York Mets. What a schmuck, what a putz. He means Connecticut Yankee, white wasps. The ultimate in McWhitey Whitey. Oh my God, I gotta teach everybody what the hell is. I should be his translator. The white translator for black speak when Eric Adams decides to get on a stage of a black church and rail against crackers like you and me. And then, of course, he says of God, same voice that brought him here going to sustain him here because remember he's got that pipeline to god god has a conversation with him all the time the same voice that brought me here is going to sustain me here that is why i am what i am and i walk in my power Mm. i walk in my glory Mm. Mm. he's an untouchable because God has protected him, and God is on his side. So don't you think that you're going to take Eric Adams down? He thinks he's going to the White House the way he's running City Hall less than two years. I think he'll be going in chains and shackles, the daisy chain perp walk to the big house. I mean, as a betting man. And then, of course, he goes on, he's railing. Railing and railing about the media. 
That's why Noam Laden, James Flippin, and members of the press corps at Room 9 at City Hall go so easy on them because they're predominantly white, and he knows how to bully them. Listen, listen to his analogy of the way he thinks that the media treats him by whipping him, by treating him, a.k.a. like a slave. They decided his punishment was to be whipped. And they took off his shirt before they whipped him. They looked at his back and he had a bunch of scars on there. And he told them, what could you do to me? I've been beat already. What do they think they can do to me? You try to beat me with your news articles? I got the scars already. You try to beat me with your commentary? I got the scars already. You can't do anything to me. Well, Eric Adams, the rest of those McWhitey-Whitey reporters and commentators will back off because you'll call them all racist, as you always do. You give them the scarlet level. But, you know, I do that here, and you can't touch me. Everybody knows I'm not a racist, even though you've called me, let's see, during the campaign, you called me a racist, misogynist, a sexist, a homophobe, a xenophobe, any phobes you called me. Come on, Eric, it, it doesn't work with me. It might work with the others. You tame them, you claim they're treating you like a slave on a plantation, that you're the field of black guy instead of the house black guy, and I'm, I'm sort of improving the language the way it's normally used, but watch, the McWhitey-Whiteys will back off of him like there's no time tomorrow. And then he told that congregation... God has showed him that he has the power to make a difference in all of our lives. I know whose voice I hear. I know my role. This is our moment. It's a moment where those who are in jail can say, my mayor was in jail. It's a moment when those who are living on the verge of homelessness say, my mayor lived on the verge of homelessness. Those who sit in school because they have learning disabilities, my mayor has a learning disability. I am the perfectly imperfect child of God that shows the power of God. Mm. 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 And I deal with people like Eric Adams every day in the streets and the subways and the parks, and they tell me that God talks to them directly. They're called schizophrenic. There are five levels of schizophrenia, and these are one of the levels. And then finally, he says, no matter what, we all got to get down on our knees and pray. Pastor, you're right. No matter what they say, it's time to pray. Yeah, we got to pray. After eight years at de Blasio, single-handedly destroying the city that we love. And now, not even two years of Eric Adams. He's crazy. Right? Let's face it. De Blasio was lazy. Eric Adams is certifiably crazy. Some of you will flee out of fright and continue the exodus out of New York City. And others of you will say, hell no, we got to stand and fight for what we know is right against the man who stole one and a half billion dollars, him and his wife, de Blasio and Charlene, and got away with it. And Eric Adams, who says that he's guided by God. 
as he's the captain of the Titanic, and he expects all of us to go down with the ship. Hell no, Eric. We ain't going down with your ship and your false preaching. Talking about this is the Riffin Read featuring Curtis Lewa. Now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. I like to be in America. Okay, by me in America. Everything free in America. For a small fee in America. More money, more money that we're going to have to spend for illegal aliens because Eric Adams has uh, welcomed 70,000 here in the city and only 36 filled out asylum applications because they're not here for asylum. Now he realizes we got to backtrack, so we need millions more of your sucker tax dollars in order to open up asylum application help centers all throughout New York City. This goes from the sublime to the ridiculous. But let me give credit where credit is due. Project Veritas started years ago by O'Keefe, but the young men and women have kept that tradition of never surrendering and never retreating to our crooked politicians alive. Listen to this interview. This young man just forced Eric Adams to address the issue. I wanted to know why you're sending migrants to upstate New York, Mm -hmm. um, to hotels in Rockland County, Mm -hmm. and why it's costing New York City so many millions of dollars. Where should they go? Should they stay in New York City? I'm asking you why you're doing it. No, I'm asking you, where should they go? Why do you house them in the first place? It's national. That's the way this country is. I'm not the mayor of New York City. You are, are you, sir. But tell me something. Are you American Indian? No. You came from where? I came from America. You came from America? That's yeah. where your ancestors came from? My question for no, you. That's where your ancestors came from? I don't know where my ancestors came from. No, my question you for you, sir. You're South the mayor of New York City, and you're spending millions of taxpayer dollars to you. send them. You didn't answer my question. That's Why? How can you justify spending all that money to send? Are you just making it not your problem? The same way your ancestors came here, that is how others are coming here. If you said no one should come here, then your ancestors shouldn't be here. I didn't say no one should okay. come here. I'm well, asking why. I'm asking why you're sending them to other parts you. of the area. It's a state issue. There's already, a state issue in the country. Already, it's issue. a New York City issue. You're spending New York okay. City money, well, we, and they're already housed here. Well, we disagree. How is it a state issue? We disagree. Okay. Is it New York City money or is it New York State money? Thank you so much we, for we your disagree. time. He's the mayor of New York we, City. He can yeah, answer his own yeah, questions. but be kind to my staff. I, she shoulder-checked me. You see in the video, the female... Attaché of Eric Adams actually shoulder checks this young man from Project Veritas. Go to the Project Veritas website. They have the entire interview and the follow-up. We're working with them along with Rudy Giuliani, Mike Umbadicic on that uh, corrupt uh, utilization of the Roosevelt Hotel where we paid $225 million for three years to lease uh, a 1,000 rooms from the corrupt Pakistani government, and there are all kinds of payoffs, kickbacks, lawyers involved. <laughs> it's a mess. But I will tell you, you can join me, ladies and gentlemen, because I'm going up to Westchester tomorrow, and the Curtis Sliwa uh, tour of all those communities where elected officials have said they want our illegal aliens, as George Latimer has said in Westchester Hey, bring us your tired, your poor, except 
They're not going to Larchmont, Airmont, Chappaqua, the whitest suburb in America, where even the lawn jockeys are white, and the house where Bill and Hillary are residing. So I'm going up there to make sure that we find space for the illegal aliens that they love. And while I'm there, I'm supporting the mayoral campaign in Yonkers. Anthony Morante, Republican councilman. You can come on out tomorrow, 140 Sawmill River Road in Hastings on the Hudson in the town of Greenberg, because we're going to get rid of that sano, corrupt family machine that is choking the life out of the city of Yonkers.